Good morning and welcome in everybody. Today we're going to take a look at a passage of scripture, but before we do that, I wanted to tell you a little story. You know, up here in northern Minnesota, we tend to see a lot of wildlife on the side of the road. Andrew and I have seen black bears and bobcats and we even saw a moose. But one of the most highly visible creatures seems to be the white-tailed deer. Although they are pretty animals, they are very unpredictable. If you see one of them in the middle of the road, you can never really be sure which way they're going to go or what they're going to do. They might turn gently to the right, but then go in the complete opposite direction. They'll be walking gracefully across the highway, but then all of a sudden jump wildly into an oncoming vehicle. And this reminds me of the Christian life. You know, if there's any animal that I've ever known up here in Minnesota that can't seem to make up their mind, it's a white-tailed deer. They cannot make a decision and stay on course, because of which many of them sadly wind up dead. 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 7 says, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Making a decision to follow Christ is the most important decision that can ever be made in your life because it has to do with our eternal salvation. The Apostle Paul finished his course and kept the faith, but there will be many people who begin the Christian life, but eventually will turn away from it. 1 John chapter 2, beginning of verse 18, Little children, it is the last time, and as you have heard that Antichrist shall come, even now are there many Antichrists, whereby we know that it is the last time. They went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they have been of us, they would no doubt have continued with us. But they went out that they might be made manifest that they were not all of us. These are people who were a part of the church at one time, following the faith and the teachings that were handed down by the apostles, but then turned away from it, going in the complete opposite direction. It's similar to what Lot's wife did. When they were called out of Sodom, she turned back, which ultimately resulted in her own demise. The word anti means opposed to or against, applied to those who stand in opposition to biblical truth. Instead of having a faithful heart and a desire to please God and to do His will, they abandon truth to believe and follow a lie. When they resist the truth, they are resisting Christ because He is the truth. Resist means to withstand strive against, or to oppose. Second Timothy 3.8 says, Now as Janus and Jambres withstood Moses, so do these also resist the truth. Men of corrupt minds reprobate concerning the faith. In the church, the apostle teaches to have the mind of Christ, 1 Corinthians 2.16. Yet those who are fighting against Scripture have a corrupt mind. Instead of humble submission to the one who died for us, they reject his will. Corrupt means to change from the correct or original form. Instead of abiding and remaining in the truth, they turn away. A reprobate rebels against the purpose and calling of God, very similar to a child who rebels against their earthly dad. Those who treat God this way after becoming a believer are going to have it far worse for them than when they first chose to come out from the world. And that is a promise. Second Peter 2.20 uh, says, for if after they have escaped the pollutions of the world <clears throat> through the knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, they are again entangled therein and overcome, the latter end is worse with them than the beginning. For it had been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than after they have known it to turn from the holy commandment delivered unto them. Have you ever gotten entangled in something so deep 
that you just couldn't get out? Turning away from biblical truth is like stepping into a pile of quicksand. It could start with one little step of sin, but the lack of penitence and contrition will lead down a spiraling path of disobedience. The longer you continue on the path, the deeper it takes you down, entangling you within its grasp. In the Christian faith, we are washed of our sins through the blood of Christ Jesus so that we can serve and obey him in love. But instead of remaining in the faith and continuing on the narrow path of Christ, these people abandon it and get back on the wide road of sin from which they originally left. Instead of using God's grace to grow, they reject his will and jump back into the mud of sin, departing from the one true faith. 1 Timothy 4, verses 1 through 2 says, Now the Spirit speaketh expressly, that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron. Jesus taught that there would be some who would only last for a little while in the faith. Matthew 13, beginning of verse 20 but he that received the seed into stony places, the same as he that heareth the word, and anon with joy receiveth it, yet hath he not root in himself, but dureth for a while. But when tribulation or persecution ariseth because of the word, by and by he is offended. The Apostle Paul described the Christian life as a race, but in order to cross the finish line, you need to stay in the race. God gives us grace in time of need so that we can get back up and overcome our carnal nature, but some won't last, and they will drop out because they love their own sinful lusts rather than loving the truth in Christ. 2 Timothy 4, beginning of verse 3 says, For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lusts shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears, and they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. Instead of embracing scriptural teachings, they are contentious. And the only thing they have to look forward to in that state is God's wrath. Romans 2 verse 8 says, But unto them that are contentious, and do not obey the truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation, and wrath. The apostle warned Timothy that there would be some who were already were turning away from the faith. Look at 1 Timothy 5.15. It says, For some are already turned aside after Satan. Uh, First Timothy, uh, Second Timothy, one verse fifteen says, "This thou knowest, that all they which are in Asia be turned away from me, of whom are Philegius and Hermogenes." Each day, we have to make decisions about where we want to go, and what directions we're going to take in order to get there. First Kings eighteen twenty one, Elisha came near to all the people, and he said, "How long will you hesitate?" between two opinions. If the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal, follow him. But the people did not answer him a word. Joshua 24, 15 says, and if, you are, and if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your father served that were on the other side of the flood or the gods of the Amorites in whose lands you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. So today I ask you, who are you going to follow? Jesus Christ or the world? Will you follow the narrow path or the highway of sin? Make up your mind, but I beg you, please don't go the wrong way and commit the same error as a whitetail.
Let's think about these things for right now. We can be found on your web browser by searching TLK, JBC, where you can find our diaries distributed through various platforms. We're not associated or affiliated with any other religious groups. You can get our entire podcast feeds directly, along with transcripts at tlkjbc.com. Or I suppose that you could find us somewhere up here in the great northern Minnesota woods. Peace to you all, and Lord willing, we'll talk with you some more tomorrow. Till then, bye-bye, everybody.